time. Hosted by two girls, one goth. Alexis is tickling Billy because she's trying to get his. He's his got mo- fucking low energy, man. Billy, I have I have fine energy. Okay, so fine energy fine. is not what we're looking for. We're looking for high energy. We're raring to go. Hi guys. Oh, Hi. So, sorry, the goth of the two girls, one goth <laughs> does not have high energy. Also, we said we don't know who's a girl and who's a goth. Like that's a, know. that's nuanced. It's a mystery. A, I could be the goth. You could be the girl. You're so not the goth. It's a great mystery, right? It's a great mystery. Yeah. One for a generation. Um, all right, Billy, we're going to go right into the day because Billy's had an issue making the dark days a little bit too dark. So we're trying to, we're Honestly. going for like a dark light day. Sure. Goth adjacent. Goth, goth adjacent? Or dark adjacent. Dark Just adjacent. not depressing. Yes. All right, so today's June 24th, and this is the day that Henry VIII was crowned. Do you know anything about Henry VIII? Yes, he he beheaded several wives. Yes, I think almost seven. Did he behead them himself? No, he had. He no, he them had them. Beheaded. Oh, yes. yes. And he's like, you know, for what? What did they do? Not produce sons mm. was a big thing, um, mm. or just any sort of gripe. He was like, yeah, I'm done. Didn't wash the dishes. I can't divorce you because of Catholicism. So. Murder. Off you go, and then I can remarry. And I bet you the new wives were petrified. Honestly, what a loophole that was. Kill them. That's better than divorce in Catholicism. But the- that's sort of their vibe. Like, they're like, yeah, uh, priests should be celibate, but, mm. <laughs> 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 You know, it's just like, yeah, they find their loopholes. But hen- anyways, enough about that. Yeah, Henry VIII killed, I think, seven wives, right? I think it was like, I think he had six Marriages. I think, seven, I think he might have killed I think five of them. Seven. Something along those uh, lines. Yeah. Correct us. I'm sure I'll get a ton in my inbox about this. But yeah. a, ton, you know we, a ton from the <laughs> from the fucking history. From the history. Yes. I mean, you from never the know. history. Yes. We we love history here on the first degree slash killing time. So yes, tell us. Was it no, seven no, or five? No, no. We'll Google. We get it. Uh, we'll Google on our own. Do not tell us. <laughs> oh my God. Do you have any other info about this, Billy? Or is that was just the... No, that was it. That was the blurb. That was it because he's considered... It's weird because history considers him the most charismatic of all of the, the kings, which is crazy. How does because does anybody know? Yeah, yeah. It was so funny. I heard he was ago. like large and in charge and disgusting mm-hmm. and sort of uh, like a power-hungry, sick fuck. So I'm. where are you getting your information about he was? he was like the... Best. Where did that come from? I'm saying that histor- historians had said that, and I read that off of a page on Wikipedia. I heard he but was don't, repulsive. But also, don't you think he was probably creating his own history? Don't you, and think, he very, he don't you think he wrote that? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. How do uh, you believe anything from the past, you know? Unless the, pa- was, the patriarchy perpetuates the past. Unless there's video footage, I don't believe it. So... Your team? Are you like for Henry VIII? Like no, we're not in this. No, I'm not team <laughs> Henry God, VIII. This is not on the stand, Alexis. <laughs> we're not Sorry, on the stand. it seems like Billy is into it. No, I'm not into it. Okay, <laughs> he was a bad, bad man. Okay, we're gonna end <gasps> this right now, and we uh, are gonna move to the next section of our podcast yes. called "On the Stand" because we've got some bitching to do. Please rise. Court is now in session. All rise. Call the first witness. How do you plead guilty or not guilty? All right. Welcome to On the Stand. We're each bringing a topic that we are either in defense of or we are prosecuting. Who would like to start? I would like to start, actually. Okay. 
Wow. We're getting into the summer. I want to put on the stand summer camp. For adults? No. For children. For children. You know, as none of us have children. Doesn't, right? doesn't matter. I'm sure? talking about as kids and... Oh, you don't want kids to go to summer camp? I, no. I I'm just, I'm just want to put it out there because summer camp is one of those things where you can either reinvent yourself mm-hmm. or be completely destroyed. Okay. You know, wow. so, okay. so me being at summer camp, so I would go to like the general summer camps. I went to like Robin Hood summer camp and I went mm-hmm. to uh, Lutheran High summer camp. And then I started getting into really into baseball. I was a really, really bad Which baseball player. Which is way player. cooler than summer camp. Really bad <laughs> baseball player. So I would go to these baseball camps, like Ron Darling baseball camp or whatever. Who is Ron Darling? Ron Darling is a uh, former pitcher for the Mets. Sounds so like a made up name. It's not. But so... Being like sort of tormented, being like a tall, skinny kid with glasses and not very good at baseball, mm-hmm. that was like, why would, and I look back at that going, why did I put myself in that situation? I should no, have just- No, you didn't. Your parents did. I should have just, no, but I said I wanted to go there. I should have just hung out in my room and drank iced tea and <laughs> in my air-conditioned room and watched Bob Ross, which is really what I did for the rest most. of your life. Yeah. What a dream. That sounds like yeah, the way no, to go. I'm into the Bob Ross thing. Oh, I'm a lot. here, by the way. Sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah, Jared's here. Um, hey, Jared. I think that I told Alexis about my church camp experiences. You, you loved it. Well, I loved it, but we did some bizarre things in church camp. You One didn't of, tell me that. You told me you loved camp. You, I did tell you when oh, we were God, drunk. My ADD memory is poor. One of the things that we did at church camp is With seances. No. <laughs> no. Wow. That, that would a... be against protocol. <laughs> but honestly, I, I mean, the things we did might have been worse. So one of the f- things that we did in church camp, they we played all these weird games. Oh, my right? God. I remember this now. One of the games was they gave us a raw cow oh tongue. Oh, my God. This game. Raw, you told me this like last week. A raw cow tongue. And what the competition would be is there'd be two people with a raw cow tongue in their mouth. And you would have to bite on the cow tongue. And pull your head back and swing it. And then the person who threw the raw cow tongue with their mouth the furthest, farthest, won. This sounds mm-hmm. illegal. That was one game. Another game was there was um, a tube. They'd give you a tube between two people. And they'd crack a raw egg into the tube. Put the egg into the tube. And then both of the people at each of the ends of the tube would blow as hard as they could on it. And okay. the person that the egg went into their mouth lost. What? camp was this was church this, camp this was fear factor camp church yeah. camp church camp with joe rogan, joe rogan. Yeah. the tongue thing is strange my least favorite my least favorite game that they played meanwhile i never played any of these games i was just you didn't right? you sat out and you're like whoa i sat out did you go home and tell may your mom yes i and did what did she think she was like don't play, play that any game. of those the last <laughs> game was a person would go up onto the stage and they'd take their shoe off and then they would put Skittles in between your toes. Oh, and then you another person had to eat the Skittles out of their toes. Wow. Wow. And then whoever ate that- the Skittles the fastest would win. But anyways, that was my camp experience. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, so I wonder what you're going to choose for this one. <laughs> but I loved church camp other than those weird games. I'm so curious <laughs> about why you're randomly advocating for church camp though, Billy. I I'm am. Not, I'm not randomly advocating for church it. camp. Oh, I did are you not, pro? No, no are you, I did is not. Is it guilty or innocent? This is for camp. No, just for camp, camp, camp in general. I just, my only experience with camp is church camp. Guilty or innocent? Like, I, I don't know you your know, angle yet. He, I, I think that's my problem. Here's my thing with camp is that I, I, I do appreciate it because you can separate yourself from, from your lives in grade school and high school. 
But at the end of the day, for an awkward kid, it sucked. What about parents, though, who need to time. work because mm. their kids need to go somewhere they during need, summer? They need a little mm. bit of a, a me time. Or they need to go to work. <laughs> like, where do people think their kids are all summer? Like, mm-hmm. people have jobs, you oh, know? Yeah. Uh, uh, Billy, you're a parent. We're not. Mm-hmm. I th- I'm trying to, like, level with people yeah. with kids. So, no. No, okay. See, I had a better church camp <laughs> experience than you did, I loved camp. I loved my camp, too. What was your church Because well, we were just, like, building forts and shooting arrows. And, like, you oh. know, we didn't crack an egg and then make someone drink it. You'd put it on a spoon <laughs> and run across the, you know, across a field Different. and try not to drop it. Different experiences. Yeah. The yeah. whole, like, eating the raw egg, that's some, that's takes it to a weird spot. But I remember but the only thing I didn't like about church camp was when we had to go read, like, the King James version of the Bible for, like, two hours. No, <laughs> you I'm, were like, at, I'm Jared, like 11. You were like, at Bible camp. Well, I mean, church camp. Oh, okay. Yeah. But here's the craziest thing. I don't remember once reading the Bible at church camp. No. I, I just remember. Did you, like, speak in tongues or something? No, there was no tongue. It wasn't that kind of weird. I, you know, I don't know. I definitely didn't speak in tongues. <laughs> like, I didn't show up for that if they were doing that. I remember the bizarre games, and then I remember the church songs, which I love. I love a Christian music just because just it's very good. If there was a music. cow tongue, there may have been speaking in tongues. It may have been like a metaphor. To be honest, it might have been so weird I blocked it out. Totally. I need to do like some kind of a hypnosis to uh, try but, to really bring up my past. But like imagine a, an eleven-year-old having to read like the King James version of like the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. Knowing there's a whole thing of water balloons right outside the <laughs> like, you just, Oh, yeah. I'm totally engaged in this. Yeah. 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 It's like, uh-huh. I don't even know what these words mean. Yeah. Like, let me like, go but outside. there's some water balloons. I'll say what you want yeah. me to. I loved camp, but my camp was normal. So. Okay. So, right, let's camp, camp, guilty. Yeah. Um, I still enjoyed it. I didn't hate it either. Not guilty. I'm not say, guilty. I'm going to say All not right. guilty. Okay. Parent, also, fam- parents need it. So, not guilty. Sorry, Billy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, no, sorry, not sorry. I'm going to go next. Loved camp. So on the stand, and this is going to be a controversial one because it always is, is the show Friends. Mm. I know that there's some sort of a reunion happening. So it's like back in the media. Everybody's talking about it. All the characters are there. I've never been able to get into Friends. I can't get into Friends now. I think it is the most unfunny show I've ever watched in my entire life. So... And also, you know, you're either a Seinfeld or you're a Friends person. Usually. I know Alexis likes both. But Friends is on the stand. I can't get behind it. And I can't get behind the reunion. Or is it uh, the original Friends? Or I'm... It's so funny because I almost put the Friends reunion on the stand myself. Oh. And I'm down to put the reunion on the stand. Why? Just because no show Because I honestly was like expecting to find it guilty myself. Like I don't think I'm going to like it. And I like to watch Friends. I don't like to watch it. I like it in the background because it was comforting. Because literally when I was watching Friends uh, back like 10 years ago, probably when I was super depressed, I remember having it on and just loving to watch it. And I would fall asleep to it. And that's why I love it. It's your it. comfort. Yeah. I don't love it for the for the content necessarily. For the humor. But the I don't think I'm going to watch the Friends reunion. And I love Friends. Uh, I don't think I want to tarnish the memory of Friends I have. No one told you life was going to be that way. Okay. <laughs> See, I got that. Even though friend sucks. You know, hey, make- it's just so whatever. It's <laughs> very <laughs> passive television. Yes, passive. yes. But that's thing. You. That's what I love about it. For when I was going through my hard time, I remember just fall. I fell asleep to it a lot. It's passive. It's, it's mild. Feel good at the end. There's no devastation. No. Even Seinfeld has like sort of morbid 
topics they surround. There's none of that in Friends. It's it's just passive PG bubblegum TV. Mm. And you, you get it. It's attached. not enough for me. It's not enough. That's totally reasonable. I just love the fact that at the finale, which was like they were there for 10 years, so Paul Rudd was a guest star towards the he end. He was right? Phoebe's partner. Yes. Yeah. Oh. And his name was they're, Mike. They're all hugging each other at the end, and he actually goes into the hug and be like Wow, guys, what a ride it's been! And obviously, they were having they were having a moment, but he was just fucking with him, and I that's love my favorite. Paul Rudd. That's my favorite. That's amazing. Wait, when it's I fell in love in front, no, 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 no. It was like they were having a moment. Oh, a moment when they're and then he was just like, "Wow, guys, what a ride! What a ride!" Paul, is this that was like Paul Rudd's breakout, and he was so good. Was he goofing? He was goofing. He was totally right? goofing. Yeah, of course, yeah. he was. I love Paul Rudd. He's great. Paul if Rudd he, might now, be my number Paul one. Rudd was but on you the know, like run. all these famous people, like Brad Pitt makes tons of cameos. Like everybody makes these fun cameos, and yeah, I Reese think you actually would enjoy. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, the show is that wildly popular. I mean, I would not enjoy it, but thank you. And you're I under, you're welcome. I, would, I just I just wouldn't. I know I would. Hey, I I've watched. It's not like I haven't watched. Friends. Totally fair. I've watched Listen, so much. Friends. I don't want it for you. I Thank wasn't you. looking for any sort of like Breaking Bad sort of acceleration to the show, but <laughs> oh, it I just wish. it kind of hit like second gear, and then for me it was like I, I became uninterested really quick. I it's a chick it was... show. So it's like you're always stuck in second gear. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, know. we're done with that. He said second gear. Come on, you can't. <laughs> I served it. He spiked it. Yeah, exactly. You guys both make me sick. Whatever. <laughs> All right. Well, friends as a whole. What are we thinking? Someone else go first. Guilty. Guilty. Not guilty. Mistrial. <laughs> That's not a mistrial, isn't Fuck. it? Fuck. Oh, I guess. Are we mm. unanimous? No, we're not no. unanimous. No, we're going majority rule. Uh, guilty it is, I guess. Ah, yes. But I disagree. I, uh, Matt LeBlanc, I love you. Isn't it LeBlanc? LeBlanc. Okay, Alexis. Bye. What's on the stand for you? So, if you have a uh, love for pop culture, you have to know about Jennifer Lopez and her breakup from A-Rod. Of course. And her reuniting with Ben Affleck. <laughs> and Benifer has been reborn. And apparently in the tabloids, apparently Benifer, well, sorry, Ben, has been wearing this watch the Jennifer watch. gave him back in the day. We're talking we, 17 years ago. Yeah. And they, fuck you two for looking the same. They look the mm-hmm. same. Mm. This is a fucking goal of mine. Like, cool. I hope in 17 years I look the same. But they look amazing. Money can buy anything. Um, but anyways, my point is, is that they've been seeing, like, sneaking away to secret rendezvous together. And it appears as though they are hot and heavy. Back together. They're hot and heavy. They're back to Benefer. I have to say, the reason why I like this is I love a full circle moment. With a with a love flame. Oh, she's looking at me. Mm. I mean, there is something about somebody that you've known for so long. Like you have a connection that you wouldn't have with somebody that you dated for a few years. Yeah. Like if you've known somebody for a decade or two decades in their uh, situation, there's a connection there that if, I really support. What if he was torn up about it this whole time? Yeah, they were apart. Have you seen all the I mean, pictures he was where he's got like a Jennifer, cigarette and he's but like, Jennifer "I love Gar- that." Character. Yeah, but Jennifer Garner is beautiful, and they have a fan. Like we we can't That's diminish. Right, he was. No, he's definitely not pining over Jennifer Lopez the entire, the entire time. time. Okay, but sorry, it's okay. Not a pop culture guy. No, I it's, about that. no, no. It's just. <laughs> it's, <laughs> but it's okay to acknowledge that like he may have been carrying a flame the whole time. So it's possible that entire time. 
after the movie Geely, the the Oscar winning Geely, <laughs> the magnum opus, the magna, yeah. the the like the art that is Geely between Benefer, Benefer uh, actually works. Um, they were like, I can't stare at the sun or I'll die, and they just disappeared until they were both single, and now here we are. This is really the moment, you know. Everything, the world is coming back together. The world is healing. You know, people are out and about, and Benefer is back. Benefer is back. It's what we. It's the two thousand. It's the twenty twenty one energy that we all needed and wanted. I wasn't yeah. sure I needed it, but I need it now. And also, just the throwback energy of like the early two thousands that if we needed Benifer and wanted. Is the thing that kicks off the roar in twenty twenties. I'm yeah. so like, down what for if it. This is the First of all, the roar in twenty twenties are already. No, happening. No, they're I not because like the, we're not fully ready. I no. mean, we're not fully roaring you, yet. You mean I like still the pieces are six feet away? From I think somebody. she means like what? the pieces are coming together. So. Oh yes, oh, thank you. Yes, I'm just saying in my personal life. See, certainly that's what I meant. I could tell. Yeah, roaring twenty twenties. <sighs> I'm I'm Benifer. so here for it. How do we feel about Benefer? Guilty or innocent? Not guilty. I would say not guilty. I think true love finds a way. Not guilty. Not guilty. Benefer. Fucking get married. Have a wedding. <laughs> televise it. It's like the, the American it. royal wedding that we need Let us watch. to move forward. Like, Could you imagine if they had a televised wedding? <laughs> Dude, can you be like, cheesy? Can you like, be the Harry and Meghan we thought we wanted? <laughs> um, J-Lo, love you. Ben, love you. American royalty. Get American married royalty. on TV. <laughs> Please. I can't remember how funny that is. A we need this wedding. American royalty. <laughs> the only people that have televised wedding are bachelor Dude, people. We don't have a monarchy. This is it. We need this. <laughs> okay. America needs this. All right. When we come back, it's time for true crime in real time. Welcome to true crime in real time. And there was actually a <laughs> serial killer who was just discovered. And people always ask myself, they ask Alexis. What about me? They might ask Jack. <laughs> they don't. What, you know, what are they, you know, why are there no serial killers? Anymore. You know, anymore. Like, yeah. what, people what ask happened? You that? People ask me that all the time. There's hella serial killers. I know. Though. I know. And one was just discovered in Mexico. And here's how he was discovered. And I'm going to read this off of uh, um, Oxygen actually wrote this. Okay. Serial kill in Mexico was only caught after years of alleged crimes because of the identity of the final dismembered victim was the wife of a police commander. Whoa. So they, th this guy just kept killing and killing. They've identified him only as Andres. He's accused of killing and dismembering a 34-year-old woman named Reina who ran a small cell phone shop on May 14th. So they caught him? They did catch him. How many people has he killed? He has claimed dozens. Wow. But claiming means nothing. I understand that. But investigators found women's shoes, makeup, lists of names at the home, and he's 72 years old. He was a former butcher. They found oh thousands Yikes. of pieces of bones buried under the floor of his home. They also found several IDs belonging to women who have disappeared as long as five years ago. That is so upsetting. Yes. He's collecting all these trophies. He's collecting all of these trophies, exactly. And he's a guy that was, that was the family called, uh, the he called him the old man. He was considered kind of a charity case 
uh, by people in the neighborhood. But this guy, we just discussed, I mean, here's the thing. Everybody asks, oh, where are the serial killers at? They're killing. It's happening. It's just that it might not just be happening in places that you normally know about. You know what I mean? It's also not happening in like the public's real time. We find out about serial killers way l- after. Well, there just aren't. I, I think when people think of a serial killer, they're thinking about Bundy, a, a Bundy, or even like a BTK or a Zodiac. Or, or that son are, of Sam. That it's happening as it's happening. That they're taunting you know, as it's happening. Or even yeah, like a yeah. Night Stalker yeah. that people know. It's like the Night Stalker struck mm-hmm. again. Like it's happening in real time, and people are literally afraid for their lives that night because they know that they're lurking around, ready to kill. I mean. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Those types of serial killers don't really exist anymore because they'd probably be too easy to catch, right? I mean, we have not seen a type of serial killer like that. Um, I mean, the closest thing maybe was DC Sniper is closest to that, even though that was a, one that was sort engaging of like a, with law enforcement. We yeah. haven't seen yeah. that. I think in Jack, our generation, yeah. really. Um, we're hanging on like the move of a serial killer. They're threatening to kill if. X doesn't happen. Right. That doesn't happen because the tech is just too advanced. That's what they're I'm not saying. They'd be, too with, e- yeah. they'd be too easy to catch totally. at that point. Mm-hmm. Like that they wouldn't be able to toy with the police the way that they used to. And, and a lot of people have asked, like, where have the serial killers gone? Have they gone to being mass shooters? Have they gone to being, you know, it's just like, because I understand what you're saying with the tech. The tech can be, listen, you can, you can leave a note. You know what I mean? You can you can do whatever that you potentially want to do in order to mess with the cops. They'll find it, and then they'll be able to turn something into it. But yeah, I mean, having grown up, uh, you know, from Son of Sam in 77, you know, I know that, that obviously BTK and then, you know, messing with the police. Yeah. I think that the, the DC Snipers was like the last thing I could think of that and somebody really that? messed with the police. What was that, like 90s? Yeah. I can't recall. Yeah. Off the top of my head. Yeah. And it was, you know, it, that was some that was some real scary shit. Yeah. Ter- I mean, the idea of being like shot in the head while you're walking around shopping or, or going to it was a gas station. Post so, office. Yeah. It's just, that's the most terrifying thing where it's like, I'm safe, right? And it's like, someone could be, fu- you yeah. could be in someone's purview pu- about to pull a trigger. It's the DC sniper stuff is so terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of serial killers, uh, I've actually seen a lot of press about more Bundy biopics coming out. More Bundy biopics? Yeah. There's, Billy actually tweeted about it. There's two more Bundy biopics coming out. And a guy named Chad Michael Murray. Chad Michael Chad Murray? Chad Michael Murray. Billy, he's very well known. <laughs> is he? He's not like some... It's not sh- a guy. No, he's okay, like Billy, a... I don't he's, know who that is. He's a famous actor. Yeah, yeah he was you like don't know a, who that is, right? No clue. No. He was like a heartthrob in the early 2000s. To- no, every woman knows who he is. Yes, of course. Is he, he set to play Bundy? Yes. yes. This is so boring. So I know. It's boring. like another Efren. It's like, get over Efren? it. So, so who... Same shit. So who's played That's him? That's how much I care. Efren. Think about this. Efron. Carrie Elwes... It has what played word are him. you saying? Carrie Elwes. Who, who is, the is that? He's the guy from Princess Bride. No. Which guy? The main guy, like the the prince. I don't. I never watched Princess. Bride. I did, but I don't know the names of the actors. I was okay, seven. So hot All princess right. bride guy. James Marsters. Don't know who that is. Okay. Zac Efron. Know that one, obviously. And then the guy from NCIS. 
Which one? What was his name? Uh, I don't know any of them, actually, Billy. What is? Why do you think we would know that? I think the point is, think about how many generations that's spanning. Yeah, what is your point with you know, all of this? Like, my, Jared, point is, is that we're getting, my point is that we're getting all of these hot men to play a despicable human being, and we're not actually showing how despicable he was. We're not showing that, you know what? He actually cut a woman's head off and then raped it. Show that. If you really want to make a, a fucking a, a biopic about this fucking guy, it pisses me off that people are constantly making movies about this guy. Get some new fucking ideas. Well, they're sexualizing him too much. And honestly, by the way, if you go back and objectively look at pictures of Ted Bundy, he wasn't even hot. He was okay. He was okay he at literally, best. He just wasn't Ed Camper. Like, he just wasn't... Like a goon. He wasn't disfigured or maimed. Like, he was just a regular no, the Joe. The bar for serial killers is just so, so low, low that he was able to just leap over it. He's like, like, yeah, I've got yeah. a hairline and uh, yeah. all my teeth, so I'm I mean, I I'm the hottest one. Yeah, I don't think he, like, walked into a bar and, like, women were fawning after no, him. No, but I think where he got people is, like, I'm in law school. Like, I think it was his charisma and his arrogance and his hair and his turtlenecks. But that's all he had. Like, he wasn't a classically handsome man. I mean, he was creepy as fuck. He was a serial killer. Yeah. But again, I mean, the 70s, where he was doing most of his killing, was such an innocent time. Yeah. You didn't feel like you were being hunted. Like, women now feel like they're being hunted. Like, even I if a always... guy says that, like, the tiniest little thing, like, if you're on a dating app or you're going on a first date with a guy and they say the tiniest creepy little thing, I mean, if you are even into true crime a little bit, your red flag radars are going off immediately. Well, there was no information for people back then about like, hey, if someone tries, tells you their arms in a sling and they ask you for help, that's a fucking red flag. Yeah. Um, they didn't know that. Now we know if someone asked me for help, I'd be like, I'm sorry, I'm pregnant. I'd lie. I, I lie. I lie. I have a my boyfriend's waiting. I'm pregnant. Right. Anything that could make them be like, oh, this is a bad victim. Like, my boyfriend's like, you just make some shit up because if anyone ever asks me for shit, they're trying to kill me. Probably, yeah. they are. So there's there have been eight movies about Bundy. Eight. eight. We don't need any more. And there's two more coming. There's one oh with that guy Chad, whatever his name Marie. is. And then there's another one with Elijah Wood. Playing Bundy? I don't know if he's playing him or just directing it, but yes. So there's two more movies coming who out. Is, who is making a new movie now being like this, you know, is a really original Oh, we're going to we're gonna do a this. A Ted Bundy movie. Yeah. No, it's even in the mainstream, I feel like the Bundy thing is so overplayed. Like nobody needs to hear another word about this piece of shit. Yeah. Ever again. I know he's not on the stand. But I'm going to put people on the stand right now. Anybody that's green lighting this shit. Yeah, what the fuck? Guilty. Guilty. Fuck you. Ugh. Tired of it. Unless there's some new information, frankly. Which there's not. But if there was, the only exception I would say is if there was some new information, because again, the one thing about Bundy, everyone believes, including the investigators, is that he's killed way more than we know. The only exception would be if there's new information that could help people who don't know where their loved one is. Right. To solve a case. No. If, if that becomes a thing, I'm here for it. 
We don't need any more but scripted. We don't need another. Yeah, no, we, we don't, don't need yeah, another biopic. fucking biopic. We know there's literally no reason to script him and put him as a hot, charismatic man. No, zero point for that. Okay, so next, we are going to hand the mic over to you because we are going to hear about your worst thing, the worst thing that you've ever done. You are a horrible person. Welcome back to Killing Time. We are delving into the worst things you've ever done, which aren't even that bad compared to the criminals we cover. You are angels. You are just airing things you think are bad, which are honestly uh, virtuous, frankly. Virtuous, yeah. So we're just going to dive into the first one. So hang on to your panties, friends. Leaving a message for the worst thing I've ever done. I was going to pre-plan this and try to make it sound good, but I think I'm just going to go off the cuff here. So when I was in high school, this is the era before pretty much every uh, social media thing existed. We had Zangas and MySpaces. And um, so we all had these journals and we all had these MySpace pages and our parents were looking at them, but we weren't like, we didn't really know that, but now we do, whatever. Um, so anyway, we had this group of friends, and um, we were very, very close. We hung out all the time, and we were very typical, like, rebellious teenagers. And we had one friend who never really fit in, really. Like, she did, but didn't. And I, I mean, I liked her, but it just, she was kind of a little awkward and kind of a little weird and whatever. It is what it is. Well, one night we all go out, we get drunk at some friend's house, and this friend ends up sleeping with another friend's boyfriend in a closet at the party. So we were all very, very angry, as one can assume. So she was not invited to our Laguna Beach watch party that next, what was it, Wednesday or Thursday? I don't remember what day of the week it was. Um, so we didn't invite her. We excommunicated her from the group. It was all very, very dramatic. So her response to us excommunicating her and basically telling everybody that she was trash was to post on her Zanga every single thing any one of us had ever done with a boy, if you get my drift. So all of our parents saw this, like, different activities, drugs, booze, like, all of this stuff. We all got in so much trouble. So I was out for blood. So it happened to be around 4th of July. So I went to a fireworks stand. We're in Texas, if you can't tell by my voice. And um, I bought a roll of black cats that was bigger than my body. Um, it was like 16,000 of them. I rolled it on top of her car, got my cousin to act as a getaway driver. He drove past with his tailgate down. I lit it, lit the firecrackers jumped in the back of his truck as he was driving and we drove off. I wasn't thinking anything of it. I thought it, I didn't, I don't really know what I thought it was going to do. Um, it ended up blowing up her entire car. We heard the fire trucks coming. We heard a lot of things. Um, and it was really terrible. It was a very old car, but still it was terrible. And I still to this day don't know if I regret it or not, but Sarah, if you're listening, um, you'll never catch me. I love her tagline. Sarah, you'll never catch me. Bitch, yes. Oh, my gosh. I just love that. She's like, I don't know if I regret it or not. 
I don't think she does because honestly, I think when you are young, you're so emboldened, you react so emotionally. And the idea yeah. that she was excommunicated for sleeping with a friend's boyfriend. All right, you fucked up. But for some reason, you decided to be like, mm, I fucked up, but I'm mad that you called me out. So I'm going to out you all to your parents for everything you've ever done with the boy. Yeah. Get everyone in trouble. Um, I uh, think I would be super angry. Um, I was a pussy, so I wouldn't have lit something on fire. I think, but it's I'm pretty, jealous of it's you. It's badass. I'm, je- I'm like, jealous of you, but yeah. I was a pussy. Yeah. yeah. And what what was the site, Jack, that she had posted? Oh, Zen- oh what yeah. Is it so you know what Zanga. I I immediately Zanga. felt con- felt connected to her because the high school experience that she was describing with her the very beginnings of social media which is what we used we used myspace i used live, live journal. journal zanga was like a live journal but like an even more you had to be very savvy to use it you had it to was like... almost a more like niche emo version of live journal i love that but like it's sad emo where i was sad what was emo about it just the people who used it it was more there it was like some anime and like oh. sort of really tiny font and you had to really like you had to like kind of code it like HTML style, like yeah, and it was a lot more animations wow. and stuff like that. Where Live Journal was more straightforward. But anyways, um, I understand because my mom was reading every single thing that I was writing on the internet, whether it was my Live Journal or AIM conversations I was having with people. Your mom was reading your. Did you know or not know? No, I didn't know at the time. Jared's mom had a keystroke she thing had, on their she computer. She had a keylogger for sure. I didn't find yeah. it until later. Yeah, way later. But I oh. found it and I disabled it. Oh, wow. <laughs> there you go. Fucking Which tech, started my tech, love for like I'm hacking wars. into the mainframe. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I love everything about this story. It just kept getting crazier and crazier. And then she did this and then she did that. And I I mean, I love it. Girl, and I, I love the call out at the end. Girl, Sarah, you're never going to figure it out. Girl, I just love this girl for being so Texas. She's like, ooh. She's like, ooh, you fucking (laughs) fucking spite me on the internet. My you my mom, like, I'm gonna get a like a roll of fireworks bigger than myself. I'm gonna put on your car. I'm gonna send you a message. There's some fucking Texas justice, Mm -hmm. and we're getting it right now. And I wish you had told me your name because I love you. Like, I really do feel like we're connected. I hope you reach out to me in some small way (laughs) or just send me a sign (laughs) because I feel like we're kindred now because you're my hero. No, I love everything. And you know what? There's nothing more traumatizing than being outed. I got to tell you something. When I was in high school, I was a virgin when this happened, but somebody spray painted slut on my car And I had to drive, first of all, I had to drive it home, which was, as a kid um, who was mortified and upset and like a a virgin being, driving it home, it was the most shameful thing that ever happened to me. And then I had to explain it to my parents. Mm. And I was like, I'm a virgin. They didn't believe me. They they did not believe me. They're like, why would someone be so angry at you for something like this? Like, have you Um, ever been a teenager? Right. So, but like, here's the thing. Like, the fact that this, this person outed all of our friends to our parents, every sexual thing when they're experimenting with boys to all their families, that's so mortifying. No, there's nothing worse than that. So it's like, I can relate to that because I was a virgin and so my parents were like, well, who would spray paint your slut on your slut on your car for no reason? I'm like, I'm jealous people, I don't know. But they for sure thought I was having sex. And I remember never being more embarrassed in my life. So it's like, if somebody outed you in that way, I sort of 
get it. I was devastated. Listen, blowing, blowing up a car is nothing compared to that. Mm-hmm. Really? The emotionally, justice could have been more. Emotionally, mm-hmm. no. no. It, yeah, it no. is so traumatizing to have your dad. My dad called me to be like, so uh, someone's spray painted slut on your car. Like what? It's just like, you don't need it. And everyone does that shit. And you know what? Sarah, you'll never catch her. You'll never catch her. Yeah, you'll never catch me. See? Yeah. <laughs> I, love how, I love how she signed off. It was amazing. Dude, she, please That's be friends. That's a boss bitch. Please find me. The worst thing I ever did was when I was 16, the day I got my driver's license, I went to our school's football game with my boyfriend, and it was very cold. When the game got over, we were sitting in the car so we could get warmed up, and then eventually one thing led to another. We got caught by a police officer in the middle of the act who then started screaming at us, and I had never been in trouble for anything in my life, and I panicked and called my father and ratted my own self out to which when the police officer took the phone, I heard him tell my father he wasn't even going to call them, that he was just trying to scare me. And to top it all off, it was the last day my grandparents were in town. So everybody in my family found out that I was giving my boyfriend a blowjob in the car on the exact day I got my driver's license. Oh, girl. This sounds like something I would do because I would just be so scared. I'd be like, Mom, I just want to tell you first. Yeah. 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 No, that's exactly it. You know, you're going to go to your safe space and, <laughs> you know, the fact that the cop was like, I wasn't going to say anything. I wasn't going to tell anybody. No, I just it's such to a quintessential. You. It's such a, like a slice of Americana. It's like everyone's been caught like under the bleachers or in a car or like at makeout point. Like mm-hmm. it's sort of, girl, this is sort of your rite of passage. Yes. We've all had one of these. We've all it's had like a one slice of, these deals. of yes. life in America as a high school or, or junior high school mm-hmm. kid. And your parents fucking knew you were doing it anyway. If you had a boyfriend, they may not know you're having sex, but they know you're petting and doing all sorts of experimenting. Mm-hmm. So trust me. My petting. mom would always call it necking or heavy Ew. petting. Necking. Were you yeah. necking? I don't I'm even like, know what necking what? is. It means making out. Yeah. Oh, it's like old timey make <laughs> sick. Making out is worse. The necking do you you use the term necking? Jacqueline, we've been friends for like over 10. We've been friends for a long time. Have you ever heard me? No, I think where it comes from, I've never said necking. No, I think. He- well, what's, no. what's worse, heavy petting? Having petting is Heavy disgusting. petting is so gross. It's so gross. Yes. it's like No, that. I think what necking comes from though is like if you're making out and a police shines their light on you, all you see is necks. I do think I think that's what necking comes from, or maybe you're like giving each other hickeys on your necks. Sick fucks, you sick fucks with your hickeys. And you're fun. I do like that both of these both of these stories. The 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 bad thing that happened to both of these girls was their parents finding out about their their deeds in high school. Because there's nothing worse, nothing worse than your parents finding out and then restricting the rest of your life, which is like taking your car away, restricting your curfew. That is terrible. You don't want that. Worst thing you want to hear your parents say is you got to gain my trust. Do you have a, do you have a bad story, Jared? Did you betray your parents' trust? Oh, I mean, 
I'm sure at one point. I can't think of any specifics, but that's yeah, kind, of, can, kind of the name of the how game. How convenient in, in front of your lady friend here. <laughs> <laughs> Billy? No, no stories like this one, for sure. Like, Billy? I'm way too afraid of the cops to be like. <laughs> yeah, sure. No, Jack? I, yeah, no, you no. never betrayed your parents' trust. No. Now, I remember a couple times that uh, I, had, I, had gotten, <laughs> I had got home and um, I, w- I wanted to go back out again, but it was 2 a.m. And it was like, it was a weird kind of like sleepover situation with like a bunch of kids and girls and stuff. And that's what you wanted to go do, but and you I, weren't allowed to do and it? I, no, no. I, I was there and then I was going back to get like blankets and pillows and stuff because it was like in this big like gymnasium and, yeah. then, I, and then my dad was it a school sleepover it was actually in a, in a temple in a in a i'm so confused in a community but reform go on. temple yeah and um uh, uh in westbury new york and I, I remember my dad opens the door and i was like oh good you're up and he said oh good you're dead oh because i i i I didn't call. He didn't know where I was, and yeah. he was freaking out. So it's just like, yeah. Did then you I was die, grounded. Though? I did not die. Well, I might have died at that point. And then here I, you today. didn't get to go back to that sleepover, did you? I did not. My yeah, life could have been could have been deep, completely deep different. Trouble. Yeah. Oh, good, you're dead. Yeah. Okay. He's like, oh, good, you're dead. <laughs> ouch, 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 ouch. Well, I love this story. <sighs> Those. We had some two really good, the worsts, but you guys can all do. Just as well if you try. And <laughs> that means you should call us. <laughs> she vamps. At 323-539-3516. I'm not kidding. We need more of these. Oh, they're so good. Because I could do this all day. Yeah. Because you guys, what you think is the worst is actually just human nature. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because we've all been there. We've all been there. And what you've done is just fucking justice in its own small way. Yeah. Justice. Yep. All right, Alexis, are you ready? Ooh. Yes. To take us off with the Costanza stanza. Oh, yes. But I'm not... This isn't my best work, but here we are. Okay. George. This is title. Is he the importer-exporter, Art Vandelay? (laughs) Is he raw sexual magnetism... In the eyes of Marissa Tomei. Oh, wow. Is he a marine biologist or a reverse psychologist? Is he a cheat, a liar, an exaggerator? Is he small? Yes. And he's disturbed. He's depressed. He's inadequate. He's got it all. Oh, wow. Alexis, that was one of your best. Yeah, that was actually one of your best ones. You guys, you're lying to me. No, that was was good. Does it look like my self-esteem is low? Because I feel like that's why you're saying it. No. And you're you're right. That was was really good. Really? Yes, absolutely. Fantastic. Okay, better than like I'm a little George Pot a few episodes back. I honestly, yes, I think this one was better. Yeah, this one was was from the heart. You could tell there was some deep-seated And honestly, the references were fantastic. Wow, okay. Love you guys. All right, well, off we go then. (laughs) (laughs) All right, goodbye. We killed hella time. Hella time.